0: I am a Neuroanesthesiologist and Director of Neurosurgical Anesthesia at Loma Linda University Medical Center, Loma Linda, California. On behalf of the Trainee Engagement Committee of SNAC, I welcome you all to the JNA podcast. Today, I will be presenting a brief overview of the review article entitled, General Anesthesia versus Conscious Sedation in Endovascular Thrombectomy for Stroke a meta-analysis of four randomized controlled trials published in the January 2021 edition of JNA by Dr. Campbell and colleagues. As we all know, endovascular thrombectomy is the standard of care for eligible patients with large vessel occlusion in the anterior circulation causing acute ischemic stroke, yet the optimal anaesthetic strategy during this therapy remains contentious. Earlier studies have suggested that clinical outcomes following endovascular thrombectomy are worse after general anesthesia compared with conscious sedation. However, most of this data are from observational trials. It is difficult to know whether the results from these studies are a true signal of harm or due to selection bias, treatment delay or any other unmeasured confounding factors. For example, a meta analysis published by Campbell et al. in Lanson Neurology in 2018 reports a post hoc analysis of randomized controlled trials of endovascular thrombectomy versus standard therapy. Their analysis found that patients treated with conscious sedation had better outcomes at three months compared with those treated with general anesthesia, even after adjustment for baseline characteristics. Interestingly, None of the included trials were initially designed to investigate the effect of general anesthesia on the outcome and the decision to perform the procedure under general anesthesia or conscious sedation was also not randomized. Other two recent meta-analyses by Goel and Gravel et al. also concluded that thrombectomy patients treated with general anesthesia had a worse outcome at three months. Again, their results should be interpreted with caution as they included non-randomized cohort studies, which are subject to selection bias because patients with more serious stroke were much more likely to be treated under general anesthesia. On the contrary to these, meta-analysis by Zhang et al. included only the three randomized control trials that were exclusively designed to investigate the impact of anesthesia technique on neurological outcome in acute ischemic stroke patients. They found that general anesthesia was associated with higher rates of successful re and functional independence than conscious sedation. Now, this current article is an updated systematic review and meta-analysis as it includes another recent randomized controlled trial called CANVAS trial. In addition to the earlier three randomized controlled trials included by Zhang et al. So, authors conducted systematic literature search in Medline, Embase and Cochrane databases for randomized controlled trials comparing general anesthesia to conscious sedation in endovascular thrombectomy, which reported at least one of the efficacy outcomes. Number one, successful recanalization defined as thrombolysis in cerebral infarction score or disease score of 2b to 3. Number two, Early neurological improvement defined as the change in National Institute for Health Stroke Scale or NIS score at 24 hours from baseline. Number three, good functional outcome defined as modified Rankine scale score of 0 to 2 at 3 months. And number four, the safety outcomes such as post-procedural intracerebral hemorrhage or 3-month mortality. Now the studies included were SIESTA trial which is sedation versus intubation for endovascular stroke treatment, and stroke trial which is anesthesia during stroke, GOLIATH trial that stands for general or local anesthesia in intraarterial therapy, and the most recent pilot study called CANVAS trial or choice of anesthesia for endovascular treatment of acute ischemic stroke. For data extraction, two independent investigators reviewed and extracted baseline data. Two investigators also independently assessed the risk of bias in individual studies using the revised Cochrane risk of bias tool for randomized trials. Based on this, all studies had a low risk of bias. All statistical analysis were performed using Review Manager 5. Summary measures for these categorical variables are reported as odd ratio and illustrated using forest plots. Measures of consistency were summarized by an I-square statistic to assess heterogeneity. A value of I-square of more than 50% was considered to indicate moderate to high heterogeneity. There were 408 endovascular thrombectomy patients, of which 203 were randomized to general anesthesia group and 205 to conscious sedation group. Mean age of patients ranged from 63 to 72 years, while the mean baseline NIST score ranged from 13.5 to 18.5, and the mean aspect score from 8 to 10, the proportion of patients treated with IV PACE ranged from 50 to 76%. The mean stroke onset to groin puncture time ranged from 119 to 318 minutes. Successful recanalization was achieved in 68 to 90% of participants. The median improvement in NIS score from baseline to 24 hours ranged from 4.5 to 8.5. The proportion of patients experiencing good functional outcome at 3 months ranged from 27.6 to 59.7%. And intracerebral hemorrhage occurred in 2 to 5.5% and the mortality at 3 months in 10 to 24.6% of participants. Early neurological improvement was dropped as one of the outcome measure due to lack of uniformity in reporting NIS score between the trials. In terms of other efficacy outcomes, there was no significant heterogeneity detected between the studies. In the pooled analysis, patients treated with general anesthesia achieved a higher proportion of successful re than conscious sedation. It was 86.2% for general anesthesia group, whereas 74.6% for conscious sedation group, With odd ratio of 2.14, 95% confidence interval of 1.26 to 3.62 and with a p-value of 0.005. General anesthesia group also showed a higher proportion of patients exhibiting good functional outcome that is modified Rankin score of 0 to 2 compared with conscious sedation. 49.3% for GA group, 36% for conscious sedation group with a p-value of 0.01 there was no difference in intracerebral hemorrhage rate or three-month mortality between the two groups. Thus, in contrast to observational studies and meta-analysis of observational studies, these systematic review and meta-analysis of pooled data from the four available randomized controlled trials showed that endovascular thrombectomy patients treated with general anesthesia had higher success rate of recanalization and good functional outcome at three months compared with patients treated with conscious sedation. General anesthesia treated patients also had non-significant trend to lower three-month mortality. The proportion of patients with a good functional outcome at three months was 49% in general anesthesia group, 36% in conscious sedation group with an absolute difference of 12.7%. This means that for every 7.9 thrombectomy patients treated with general anesthesia, one more patient achieved a good functional outcome at 3 months compared with conscious sedation. The overall conversation rate from conscious sedation to general anesthesia was 12.7%, suggesting the true treatment effect may be higher than that seen in the intention to treat analysis. So in comparison to observational studies, which fails to report either the anesthetic drugs or the physiological parameters in each of the four randomized controlled trials, general anesthesia and conscious sedation regimens were protocolized. They specified anesthesia drugs, their doses used. They had a strict blood pressure goals and also reported physiological parameters, which were largely equivalent between the two groups. Authors speculate that high quality specialized neuroanesthesia care with protocol driven management of general anesthesia may have contributed to the superior outcomes in these randomized controlled trials. In addition to this, general anesthesia might have contributed to favorable outcome by providing superior procedural conditions through patient immobilization and by controlling physiological parameters such as oxygenation, ventilation, heart rate, blood pressure and temperature, which may improve outcome in brain injured patient. The authors proposes that the unreported and unadjusted blood pressure differences may have been a major contributor to the signal of harm from general anesthesia compared with conscious sedation in the observational studies. The neuroprotective effect of commonly used anesthetic drugs like propofol and inhalational agents and their effect on cerebral autoregulation also needs to be considered. This study, however, has number of limitations. First of all, the four randomized controlled trials included in the meta-analysis were small single center studies with a total of only 408 participants in the pooled analysis. None of the individual trials were designed primarily to investigate the functional outcome at three months. Despite this, the pooled results displayed little heterogeneity. The low number of relatively small randomized control trial means that the treatment effect from the pooled estimate may be subject to reporting bias. Secondly, these patients were managed by highly specialized anesthesiology teams that are not always available in the real world, limiting the generalizability of these results. Hence, data from large multicenter randomized control trials be needed to provide better evidence. Some of the ongoing randomized control trials include Canvas study, the pilot study is actually included in this review. GAS trial, general anesthesia versus sedation during intraarterial treatment for stroke. SEGA trial, sedation versus general anesthesia for endovascular therapy in acute ischemic stroke. To conclude, this meta-analysis suggests that endovascular thrombectomy patients treated with general anesthesia do not have inferior outcomes compared with those treated with conscious sedation. In centers with high quality protocolized neuroanesthesia care, general anesthesia treated thrombectomy patients had superior recanalization rates and better functional outcome at 3 months. With this, I conclude this edition of JNA Podcast. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.